Hi, everybody. Good evening. Uh, uh, we appreciate you for uh, watching, listening, wherever, whenever, wherever you may be doing so. It's Johnny Torres. This is The Yard Sign, the most important relevant podcast in politics. Uh, also, as I like to say, the most conservative, uh, diverse conservative uh, po uh, political podcast. Um, anyhow, we've got uh, our usual cast of characters today. So let's go ahead. Uh, being that we're running a little behind today, we'll jump right into tonight's topics. World War Three. Are we looking at uh, as we look at Ukraine? Might this uh, kind of be the big war of the new generation? Uh, also, booting Justice Breyer as uh, the Biden administration lets the cat out of the bag uh, quite a bit early. Uh, was that uh, by accident or by design? We'll get into that. Bill Maher and Joe Rogan, are they the new voice of the left or the moderates, uh, some might say? Uh, we'll pick apart what's going on in their world. Also, blowing lots of money, or BLM, as uh, we like to say around here. Uh, they uh, continue their spending spree uh, without care for uh, what they're actually supposed to be fighting for so uh we'll we'll uh, kind of bring you up to speed as to what they've been up to not only within the united states but outside of the united states as well so let's jump right in by introducing tonight's cast and again the our very familiar faces from left to right anibal david cabrera uh, joining me as always and joe wicker uh what's up guys hey what's uh, up I need oh, a mic. oh we need we a go. mic okay we got a mic I'm just working. I don't Give know if the saw here. is working either. I can't. What is with decision. you You're Republicans a, working all the time and, you know, actually trying to try, make money trying and, to be and, guys, bills and employ to people? And who, who else is going to pay for affordable housing? <laughs> Enable brought a blanket. I don't it's know not a blanket. Wrong. It is a pashmina. It's a what? Nothing. You probably can't even spell pashmina. That, I'm not supposed to spell it. <laughs> Are you like, is that like something the pashmurga wear or something? Like, no, it's a. Did you? Oh, I'm not going to go. Are you back the, from Iraq? Or I'm not Syria going or back. Yeah, right? First of all, Seriously. it is a European term for a much longer right. scarf. I don't, I don't, I don't, have, I don't have that kind of money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't. Sounds care like anymore. something you buy at a specialty shop. It was. <laughs> I mean, it was purchased at a a store. Of course. I was not the one that purchased it. Uh, my lovely wife and mother-in-law. It's got like Wells Fargo. It's got like the Wells not, Fargo. Like, do not touch me. The little, the little like <laughs> the, touch me. the horse and buggies. Don't, yeah. Of like Wells Fargo. Well, it is. It's it is. it's uh, Coach. Oh right. Oh. <laughs> mm -hmm. My bad. It's not Wells. It's, it's not Wells Fargo. It is. It's Coach. I oh. apologize. Okay. Like as in stage. It coach. is a stagecoach. Uh, Chase Harrison. I don't want to hear any <laughs> comments from you about uh, the blanket, the French blanket that I have on. The French blanket. <laughs> It's not French. Well, speaking of Iraq and Afghanistan, we're lucky to have uh, Joe Wicker with us. Are um, we talking about Iraq you know, and Afghanistan? Nope. No, but I mean, <laughs> I, it was kind of my transition <laughs> to our first topic. It's a horrible transition. Which is, no, it's which not is because we're really? talking about military engagement. Not in the Middle East. And Well, not in the Middle East, okay, but you so know. I pick mean, a military engagement that's in oh Europe. Oh, God. What happened? About I was 20? trying to connect the dots because he served in in Afghanistan. Yeah, but you're going to talk about Iraq. A, a, you're gonna talk Iraq. A, Iraq. Sorry. Yeah. Yes, you're going to yeah. talk about a field of war that's not in the Middle East. The so connection what, was that he was so a member Jonathan, of the military. Jonathan, when was the last time the U.S. sent uh, troops to the to Europe to During fight the a war? Administration. They've and never which, left. And which uh, war was that? Uh, Crimea. No, nope. Kosovo. Tell oh, me. Kosovo. That's about, right. Yeah. <sighs> that was where that was where Clinton had to get on TV with a map. And say like, "Hello, my fellow Americans. <laughs> We're going to Kosovo. Let me show you where Kosovo is." <laughs> and and like had a map. And no, seriously, he did. Is or was it, that Bosnia? It, either way, it, I mean, it was the yeah. One operation the came Baltics, out of the yeah. other. Yeah, essentially. But he had to pull the map out and show the American. But which actually, honestly, I mean. That's probably was the right thing to do. So Hector has corrected all. Hector has corrected. corrected it was all of us. Bosnia yeah. in 1995. Okay, Thank was you. the map. Okay, that was the map. It was one or the other. Also, yeah. Hector says that the uh, the reason why Republicans work is because we're not the French. Uh, we don't have a 25, 28 right. hour work week. Yeah, a 28 hour work week. What is that? That's like two. That's like that's like two days for some people. Yeah. And they're fighting. There's people fighting for that here in the United States, fighting for yeah. a four day work week. Did we exactly. did we accidentally bomb the Chinese embassy in, in Belgrade? Oh, my God, we did. I remember that. What? Oh, geez. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, hmm. well anyway, speaking of colossal disasters. And now you do the trans. Thank you, Jonathan. That's not a transition. It's, it's, not, it's like, like, a, there was it's a like whole, we never do this. It's like a whole topic in and of itself. That started with my Shaw. Uh, oh, Lord. All right. Well, let's get let's get down to business. Right. Learn to spell Pashmina. Meanwhile, so we're going to talk learn about... Learn to figure out what field of war we're going to be Ukraine. talking about. 
So people are saying that uh, I'm the only one of European descent here. That's not so, true. Whoa, so, whoa, 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 whoa. Just because my skin is and, brown, and camera girl. it means that I am not of European descent. Okay, where'd you come from? Where's your family? Spain. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, that. that's right. You are Spaniard. Yeah. Well, just because you can speak Spanish doesn't mean you're Spaniard. That's right. You are Spaniard. <laughs> what is no, that but mean? he's like a Spaniard for real, though. Like, Grandpa. Like his family's from Spain. Grandpa. Yeah. I don't buy yeah, it. You're European. Yeah. Valencia. Yeah, hey. hey. I'm mm-hmm. Irish. English. <laughs> Johnny, we could probably find somewhere where you, you guys came over in a boat. Irish and English is about as white as it gets. That's like you have to stay. At, and then you move to Florida. My grandparents on my dad's side were gypsies, so... <laughs> Were they really? Yeah. From uh, Gibsonton? They lived in Gibtown? They lived in <laughs> Gibson. Gibson. Oh, okay, that makes sense. You're from 301, right down the street. That's not that far. Uh, that's not that far. Have you been that, to those parades? That's no, something, real, real That's gypsies. something when, like, you move to Florida, because I'm a transplant. People were talking about transplants on Facebook today because of the um, because of the <laughs> Bengals going to the Super Bowl, and you've got right. a lot of Ohioans oh, right. that live in Florida, yeah. and now all of a sudden you're going to see all oh, these people. Oh, those Bengal jerseys yeah, are going to be out Yeah, Bengal jerseys are coming out, and uh, you, know, you know how the native Floridians hate all the transplants, and I, I mean, I came for 14 years ago, but, um, well, they're going to have yeah, a lot of dust on them. What's that? Yeah. A lot oh. of dust on them. Yeah. Yeah. Those are going to have to be washed a few times. I'm a transplant. I, I will say, I mean, the, the sun, it's a real deal, man. You move to Florida, you have to learn all sorts of things. Like, like my wife was like, yeah, you don't go outside between 10 and two. I'm like, so between 10 and two, the sun's here and it's not here after two o'clock. Like, wait, like I didn't I fully understand. Florida? Yeah. Like, but you know, between 10 and two is like when you burn, like you burn sure. in like 15 minutes. But then, like, after 2 o'clock, it's, like, completely different or before 10. Like, it's just there's all these unwritten rules that you just have to understand when you move to Florida. Well, for those of us with melanin. I was about to say, I get a little darker. When you are Irish and English, which makes me very white, you know, that's, those are yeah. the things you have to worry about. Thank you, Kimberly Davis, for telling me how to spell Pashmina. She wouldn't. Know. See, I would, she wouldn't know. know. I would expect South Kimberly Davis to know how to South spell. Tampa girl. Yeah. Wow, yeah. shots fired in this room. No, it just it's y'all just living facts. this Brandon life, dropping facts. I know. Well, <laughs> hey, we're middle class and proud of it. So, what do you guys think? You, you think this is Biden grandstanding, trying to get his approval rating headed back uh, in the I, northerly I, I, direction? I'm or? not as big of a believer in the wag the dog thing. You're talking about like people rattling sabers to get yeah. people's minds. Well, I, I don't think Americans get behind uh, military action the same way we used to. This is not the Correct. 90s. Right. Yeah. This is not the 90s, right? Like, yeah. like and, and I would remind you, I mean, George H.W. Bush lost an election not long after one of the greatest military operations of American history, right? The the success in Desert Storm, right? Sure. So yeah, he but he couldn't. But he couldn't bring the beef. He couldn't bring the beef. But I'm saying he. You're, what? Because the economy? No. Because the economy is what got him. You're HW. You're not W. H-W. No, no, no. I'm talking about. I'm talking about Desert Storm under HW Bush. I thought it was where's the beef is what knocked him out. Remember that whole slogan? Oh, the play. Are you? Oh, you're saying the campaign commercial yeah. that was a play on the Wendy's commercial? Yeah. No, what got him was the no new taxes. Oh, and, and then, then he raised taxes. And then the point is, but but taxes. the point is, the point to what Enable's saying is, is Biden trying to go to, is Biden trying to get into a conflict under the idea that it would be politically advantageous to get people's minds off of the economy, Biden inflation, let's go Brandon, right, and just the crap that's going on back here. And I, I'm just saying that I don't really think that's a viable political strategy. Well, I know the country doesn't Americans have an appetite for it. Care. Well, they, they don't care. And also, um, as somebody, yeah, okay, so I served in the Middle East, and guess what? When you're one of the less than 1% of the country that's over there, you start to learn real quick. I mean, aside from a care package here and here, here and there and a thank you for your service, I mean, in general, yeah. wars no longer impact um, the bulk of the of the American people, like they did in the past. I mean, it's not right. World War II where everyone has a neighbor. Everyone's that, engaged. Yeah, where yeah. everyone's engaged. I mean, we're just not fully engaged as a society when it comes to conflict. Yeah. So I don't think there's a bunch of people that are sitting back thinking, "Oh, we're about to end up in Ukraine. It's time to back the president." Like, I just don't think people okay, are paying but then, attention to that. But then another another potential reason for all this is the military complex. 
So that was the position the that people, industrial were, complex. people are having yeah. that conversation now that now that we got out of Afghanistan, that the money is not going to be as rambunctious as it was before. Well, and you have it. and you have companies like Lockheed Martin and others that are making are doing advertisements on The Washington Post that are actually pushing for uh, increased escalations when it comes to the the European conflict. Yeah, so, I mean, think about the thousands of jobs around the country that are dependent on the military industrial complex. I mean, heck, even here in Pinellas Park, we've got a company that makes the battery that powers missiles. Well, systems. look, I mean, Boeing, Boeing exists uh, 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 almost. They almost exist because of the military. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they make airliners, but that's, but, and, okay. and but they do produce that, a lot of yeah, airlines. And that, that, that's a part of their business. But like these companies, you know, like Boeing and Raytheon and all that, I mean, they do exist primarily for as, as government contractors, but I, I don't know. I mean, certainly, certainly financial incentives can drive um, people's opinions mm -hmm. and whatnot. But I mean, I don't know. Does the president of the United States go to war because Raytheon donates? I think I don't think I don't think the president. I don't want to make those. I don't think I don't want to make those types of accusations. I mean, that's that's kind of what people are saying. They're well, saying that well, all the businesses want to go to war, and so the president's going to war. I don't. I don't know. Well, it's so, not because of the business. Well, it's because it's because the it's not because of the businesses themselves. Yeah, obviously they want to make profits and they want to you know, but it's also because of the jobs that are at stake. What, what and I if will all say, of a sudden we're not in a military conflict and they're not having to yeah. produce these these weapons and, and airplanes right. and tanks and all stuff, right. you know, for, for then, you know, well, they're going to start. What, I, what I would say for sure is that, um, the civilian sector that makes money through government contracts has no incentive for the military to end the conflict. So, I mean, that's sure. If right. you're, if you're making stuff, yeah. you have no incentive for the country to win Correct. a conflict. Yeah. So I mean, I'll give you that, but whether or not, um, a president's going to take which the is, country into which is why war. Afghanistan and, just dragged and, on. And, I mean, right. just as long as people are willing to pay, we're willing to go. But if and your the theories are there, then we would have stayed in Afghanistan. And Biden wouldn't have pulled us out. So I think a lot of these yeah. conversations are are just mute points yeah, because people be are trying to find where the conflict is. I think what really needs to be had a conversation is that Putin really does want. The European Union wants the European Union not to expand NATO, does not want Ukraine to enter into NATO, and wants there to be a buffer because there's no geographical um, barrier to go through. Because um, Ukraine is a very flat country when it comes to the border of Ukraine and Russia. So it's very easy to, to move in there and to be able to take the flank of Russia, especially in the same reason why Germany has a big issue. Um, well, why Russia has an issue with Poland, because it's also very easy to flank them on that side as well. This is a land issue when it comes yeah, to you, geography. The Ukraine wants to be part of NATO. They want to be part of But it's Europe. not allowed to be a part of NATO because they have conflicts on their borders. That's one of the stipulations when it comes to joining NATO. Now they've tried in the past, but they they are not going to be able to because of the conflict and especially because you have issues with certain provinces wanting to break well, the, off into the Europe. problem is that Ukraine is politically divided. So no, um, not really. 68% of the country wants to join NATO. And I think 57% of the country wants to join the right. Euro. Well, but that, but, but what I'm saying is they're still politically divided. You have people that are supposedly pro Russian. I, I, I find, I find a lot of that hard, hard to believe. And why? And, and I, and I, what, that there would be a bunch that half the country would be pro Russian. Cause why would you choose to be part of Russia when you can be part of um, Europe? Because they were part of Russia for I mean, about 40 years yeah, and people got married to other yeah, people and families yeah, were developed. Stalin, yeah, and there's a lot of, a lot of Ukrainians died. Yeah, you know, but a lot of Ukrainians year, on so. the west side of the country, not um, on the east side yeah, of the country. But right. Ukraine in general does not want anything to do with Russia. Oh, no. I Yes, I do agree with that. But there are a lot of provinces on the east side that are perfectly fine with, with getting the absorbed problem is that into that's Russia. Some, from what I understand, that's the industrial base is the east. But here's here's one other thing I, I, I to bring it back to the United States a little bit. The media, I don't watch a lot of t uh, traditional TV, but supposedly... Um, the mainstream media minus Fox is suggesting that Tucker Carlson specifically and, and Fox News by default is like somehow pro-Russia because I guess I guess Tucker Carlson's been questioning, you know, the idea of going like I think he's been questioning whether we want to make right. this thing get hot, you yeah. know, and and have us get involved in another conflict like this. Yeah. And, and so now the rest of the media is saying, oh, 
what is Fox News doing? They're pro Russia, and 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 as if the rest of the media is pro NATO or pro Ukraine or something like that. And I'm like, since when did since when did the networks become pro one country or the other? Yeah, no. and um, the, the networks make it sound like we're ready to go into war. Well, that's the what networks I'm saying. are making it sound like but we're ready to I'm go. Saying. And so Fox is one of the few networks. That's, that's what saying, I'm saying. So like, it's almost like are these other networks literally trying to drum up? A war like being that's like, I, honestly like, they were talking about that today and a few other of the non mainstream media they were talking about how they uh, the rhetoric is really starting to increase and when you have the like, prime minister of Ukraine saying bro y'all need to calm down when the Pentagon is saying that Ukraine can be taken in a day or heck Kiev, I'm gonna get on that just Kiev is going to be Kiev is going to be uh, occupied within a week and yeah. the prime minister is like y'all need to back off yeah yeah the, this that's is not right. Afghanistan yeah, that's right the prime minister of <laughs> you guys of are being Ukraine. way you guys are being way no, you're right. Over the prime minister hyperbolic. saying that everybody needs to chill out. He's telling the United States to chill out because our media is taking things too far. And you can guarantee that the Russians watch U.S. media. I want to mention something that uh, Victor just brought up. Um, uh, the eight, He said the 800-pound gorilla in the room that uh, Russia has nuclear weapons. They do. And you know who used to have nuclear weapons? Ukraine. Ukraine. And I'm going to tell you what. We will never again in the history of the world see a country— that has nuclear weapons give up their nuclear weapons because when they do, they end up getting invaded. Yeah. Real quick, actually, uh, I, I did forget to mention, of course, you can uh, uh, follow the show on the audio uh, podcast platform of your choice. Uh, we're all over the tech overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, and now Samsung podcast platforms are also now broadcasting live. Thanks to the remainder, reminder to the one and only Hector Gonzalez, who's actually hey on Clubhouse right now. Let me see if... Uh, Wait, are we on Spotify, though? We're on, uh, we are on Spotify. Okay. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, I mean, I mean, I don't know how I feel about that. This kind of misinformation is really, I is mean, really important for us to make sure our words are clear and that we don't have any associations with a topic that we'll I be mean, talking I about. Hear, I hear you got this scientist out there, Joe yeah. Rogan, who, Science. you know, is just rogue now. Like, I don't know if we can. Yeah, and we're going to get to all of that. Uh, uh, are you there, uh, Hector? You, uh, uh, do you have your audio turned on? Yes, I did. Yes, I am. Do you hear me? Hector. There we go. Oh, what's up, bro? Not much, man. Uh, yeah. Congratulations about Ukraine. On, being on, our, on being our first calling guest. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, on the subject of Ukraine, I think that the cap a lot of people in the European capitals and in D.C. and the foreign policy circles are calculating the following. If the Russians invade Ukraine... What they know is that the Ukraine borders three or four separate NATO member countries, mm -hmm. yep. which is Poland, Romania, Hungary, and Slovakia. What they're what I'm thinking that the the people within the Biden administration, basically its National Security Council, is. If the Russians invade the Ukraine to the point to which they get, let's no, say, within 150 or 200 miles of Russians and those borders, to the point to which they get, let's say, one of those countries might trigger, might try to trigger Article Five of, those the, of the NATO treaty, which is an attack on one is an, is an attack on all. Yeah, I don't. Think sorry, that, sorry, there. That was my fault. Yeah, uh, I don't think the Russians are actually going to move. Honestly, I don't believe the Russians will move into trying to occupy all of Ukraine, I wouldn't be surprised if they go all the way to the river and they use that as their buffer. So taking the majority of the, the eastern side of Ukraine. And again, they have some provinces there that are very are very loyal to the Russians, to the Russian motherland. So I wouldn't be surprised. And that gives Russia an actual physical boundary. So I wouldn't be surprised if they try to well, take it. Well, keep in mind the Russian MO, right? They send their own troops into countries uh, in civilian attire to create civil strife. Correct. And then they and then the Russians claim, oh, there's all these Russian ethnic Russian citizens in Ukraine that are being subjugated by mm -hmm. the Western Ukrainians or whatever they're gonna call them. And we need to go in to stop this. And then the Russian tanks roll through which <laughs> it's like everybody knows what this is. Everybody understands what's happening. They're invading. 
and they're doing it with a BS excuse. But the problem is we cannot be the but ones. But Hector's that, right. But Hector's the right. They that, can't allow. NATO can't allow. These NATO countries cannot allow to let Russia do what it's doing because Russia will not stop. And it may not happen. They may not face an additional threat in the next five, 10 years. But look what happened after Crimea. We sat back and let Russia take Crimea thinking, well, you know, it's just Crimea. And, you know, okay, it's just this little piece. And I guess everybody there was already Russian. So, okay, big deal. Well, now look what's happening. Yeah. Now they're going to try to take the another half of the country. It's during the no, and then not just that. It's just you got to look at the Baltics, too. There are a lot of Russians, especially in uh, Estonia and Latvia, they might try to do this. If they now, if they try to pull off the same playbook there, that's an automatic triggering of Article Five as well. Because remember, the Baltic countries are part of NATO as well. Right. right. And yeah. now you're also looking at the Finns. The Finns are thinking deep and hard about joining NATO. So are the Swedes. Which they should. Those North and uh, and. Hunter, but the thing with right. the Finns, though, the Finns yeah. signed a treaty of neutrality with the Russian, with the Soviets, and then remember, the Russian Federation is the diplomatic heir of any and all treaty responsibilities that the Soviet Union entered into around the world. Yeah, hey, that's why we haven't gone into Cuba because the, the Russian friendly... Federation became became uh, the entity that took over for the Soviets in '91. With that treaty that says we won't go into Cuba if you guys won't put your missiles there, right. and we'll also keep our missiles out of uh, Turkey and Italy. So, Victor, do you know what the friendly forces situation looks like over there? Because I know that we have, I think, what a division left in Germany, and if that and now they right. moved up, now they moved it up to a core. They brought they brought back fifth core okay. in Germany now. And uh, oh, I keep calling him Victor, right, Hector? And well, we and I know we have. Uh, I think we have an um, an armored brigade combat team in Poland, yeah in Poland. They, yeah, they rotate out. That's they rotate not, from from the states to there, and then you right. have second you have second cavalry regiment out of uh, out of Germany. You have the one seventy third airborne out of Italy. Right. You got no, none of that is in Ukraine. Yeah, but no, we not send, that far where did we send the 82nd? So that's the rapid deployment force for the United States. Did we they haven't the they haven't activated they haven't activated the rapid deployment brigade yet? I'm sure they're one of those 8,500 that are on that warning order, as they say in the Army, the Warno that okay. was sent out from the Defense Department. So okay, but I thought as far as I know, they have it out there. Okay, gentlemen, we they can have talking about numbers and letters that I have no idea what you're talking about. I will say we're this. talking about the friendly forces I that we have in the area not, to I deal with an think, invasion. I do not think. Russia is going to fully invade the Ukraine. I think it causes way too. They have to do something, though. They have because this is. They will be. They'll be. Putin can't afford to do. Can't can't afford to do nothing. No, but they can also. They're going to get capitulations from the West. And the longer he waits, and the longer Putin waits, the worse it's getting. It's going to get for him. Guys, it doesn't matter. All right, doesn't so matter. We'll see. Uh, we're we're going to keep working on this. We actually might do a special episode on uh, Ukraine uh, along with uh, some additional get some uh, maps members out, of the Johnny. We get some maps. Get I me know. a pointer. If Here you have the friendly intelligence forces. officers. Yeah, that, uh, we can, uh, <laughs> you know. Can. Thank you, Hector, for all you did. All right. Hector, uh, you can hang on there. Uh, we yeah, okay. uh, got Hector live on Clubhouse. Uh, again, if you'd like to join the conversation, you can uh, look me up, Johnny Torres on Clubhouse, or look up the yard sign. Uh, we've got a room going right now uh, while we're doing our, our recording. Uh, but don't forget, again, you can also uh, catch the yard sign on your favorite podcast platform anywhere online. Um, let's keep moving. Moving on, uh, our next topic is uh, booting Justice Breyer. Uh, big controversy as uh, now the world has found out that uh, Justice Breyer has announced his retirement. Uh, certainly uh, among the least uh, known uh, and popular of the justices. Um, so I know he's white. <laughs> It's really it's, it's that's all a, you know. Well, and, he's a, and he's a liberal because of his his writings. And so what's crazy is that apparently Democrats and specifically the Biden administration have been pressuring him, much a la you know West Wing slash scandal, um, you know, to get this justice to retire. <laughs> because again, this goes back to what I was just saying about Ukraine. Biden is looking for a win. He is looking for a win somewhere. And yep. and even though Justice Breyer has said that allegedly he was going to announce his retirement in the summer, um, the White House leaked that he was going to be of retiring. Of course, because what happens at the end of the summer? Midterms. Right, exactly. 
And uh, and yep. so, of course, then, you know, now all of a sudden Biden gets to go out there and try to win back his base um, by trotting out his affirmative action appointment, uh, you know, that he's going to be making, um, you know, and, and of course. Uh, what I love is all the memes started coming about about uh, you know how hard a time he gave Clarence Thomas uh, when it literally uh, you know came literally oh, yeah. he's the one that said no more women allowed to like make speeches about like how they I will say this my biggest pet peeve when it comes to Democrats is the fact that they don't believe black Republicans represent the black community I think that is the biggest pet peeve of my life because yeah. like they're like well he doesn't really represent uh, the black community I'm like. What what do you want? No, but what's what funny is, is that whenever you whenever you ask somebody like you know let's say Jesse Jackson or Al Sharpton mm -hmm. does or says something stupid, okay, which is inevitably oh, always uh, you know two three times a year. What he used to, remember and, when he used to have a TV show on right. CNN? But then you ha you oh. approach somebody and say, oh well, what about Jesse Jackson or what about Al Sharpton? Oh, he doesn't speak for the black community. And it's like then who does? You they, know, then who is representative of the cash, black community? They cash those checks. If the Supreme Court justice is not representative of the black community, then who is? Hey, the, the you know, right, if right. Reverend Jesse Jackson is not representative of the black community. Well, it's only then who is. Well, you can't be a conservative. That's, ex that's exactly that's, no, what no, but that's what I'm saying. That's, it's not that's, even that's that. It's, it's whenever you know, because of course they were saying the same thing about Mia Long. Or, I'm mm -hmm. sorry, Mia Love. Mm -hmm. um, they were saying the same thing about Tim Scott. Mm -hmm. They right. say this, you know. But then you also there's get always into, a caveat. There's always a freaking caveat yeah. when they right. mention their names. Right. But it goes the same with goes with Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton, and, and it's like you know, and so you know, it, it, again, so. He says he's going to appoint uh, a black woman to the Supreme Court. There's apparently some moves being made at the lower levels of court to move some of these women into position, you know, to prepare them for the nominations. You mean um, to literally move them up in? Yeah, in they there? have are you to telling me that women I, in binders that they no, had this prepared of some kind. No, but I mean, are you seriously no. saying they're they're looking to promote women to like federal appeals courts or whatever? Just no, so they're that, already in federal. They're already just so on that the they court. can no, say no. that they were there. No, no, some they're of them already, are already on the court. Yeah. Some of them are. Some of them are being put into position. So there's wow. a group, so from what I've been told, they're already a group of of black women that have become already on the bench when it comes to the federal and side how did level and that they're looking at that group right now to right. see if one of them well, can be able to ascend because that the the level of scrutiny that you have to go through to become right like you have planned your entire yeah, but, career but not this really is gonna go but not really it's no the the scrutiny that existed before before it was so partisan that's yeah. back when people were um confirmed to the supreme court excuse me, by the Senate by like 99 votes. That Those days are over with. So you don't actually have to go through strict scrutiny. I mean, basically, uh, the person's going to get 53 votes. Maybe a couple yeah. of Republicans come along right. just to, you know, just because it doesn't matter because they're going to pass anyway. Right. So a couple of Republicans like Murkowski and... Um, well, and the, the, and they don't want to be labeled racist. That's right. A couple be, others, you know, they just go ahead and go along with it. They're states. They're going to have to do what they have to do. And yeah. the person's going to get nominated anyway, so their vote <coughs> doesn't matter. So they just go ahead so they can feel like they were on the right side of the history. I don't know. But well, there's, love, there's well, something like 1,400... But get this. There's something like 1,400... I forget the number. Like 1,439, you know, federal judges mm -hmm. and... And fifty-one of them are black women. There's so, actually one here in Tampa who is phenomenal. I mean, she's she's an amazing woman uh, here in Tampa in our federal court um, downtown. Uh, and 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 I I'm, I feel horrible that I'm forgetting her name. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's not. But that you got to take out all the Republicans. But, but see, the, all, right, any, exactly. any any that are any that are Republican that were appointed by Republicans. Those don't make the list right off the bat. Well, they right. won't. They wouldn't make so, the list off the bat because you're so, replacing a Democrat. 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 Because justice. it's a political. Because it's a political thing. Oh, now the question. But let's and, not let's not yeah. be ignorant about the fact that this but, is going to be a political effect. The question that's got to be asked. It's going to be a foot six three bench. What's so, that, Hector? The question has got to be asked about who they're going to nominate is whether. The nominee that's going to go, because first and foremost, because let's, we got to be honest here. Nowadays, nominating somebody to the Supreme Court is just a formality. What? Yes. Whatever the president, whoever the president says, oh, this is my person to, to go to become a Supreme Court ju justice. That's just, they're, they're going to be that. The, the nominate, the, well, the. Merrick the, Garland didn't get in. Mm. I well, think, I mean, I actually but. Think that, that I actually think the way this has been politicized is bad for the republic. It does. It's not helpful, and it continues to polarize the country. And here, here's what I mean. 
Okay, first of all, none of this is even constitutionally required. Yeah. Being on TV, going through, all they have to do is the president puts forth a name per the Constitution and the Senate, you know. Vets and, them. The, the, oh, no, it's vetting. I mean, define vetting. They, it's, with the, it's with the consent and advice of the Senate, right? And, or I'm, I'm trying to think of the exact language. Um, advice what and you consent. Can say is vetting. So, advice and consent. So they don't have to have anything other than yes or no, up or down vote. They don't have to, there doesn't have to be any hearings. There doesn't There's have no to requirement be. for any meetings, any yeah. hearings, but no TV, know, but no drama. Yeah, but especially right before a, a midterm election. Yeah. But also, it's all so that politicians can get on TV and it's so that political parties can posture. I'm going to say two more things and I'm going to shut up about this. <laughs> when Kavanaugh was getting nominated, before they even knew who it was, the Democratic Party and associated organizations already had the signs printed for protesters. Right. Based, and it was a multiple, they knew it was going to be three, <laughs> one of three or four guys right. or girls or whatever. They already had the signs like no Kavanaugh, no yep. Coney Barrett, no this, no that, you know, whatever. Right. They had all those signs pre-printed, ready to go, so that when the president decided who he was going to nominate, they could just hand out the protest signs. Because this is all BS. They're going to protest anybody that the president of puts course. forth. Yeah. So first of all... But what's got to be looked at this, in this instance as well, guys, is... What kind of nominee that Biden Biden is going to pick? Either is he going to pick a moderate, no. or is he going to pick a progressive? No, he's going to pick a progressive. Progressive is solid because the progressives aren't getting anything on their agenda being pushed through. He has to for his political base. His base is going to demand it. He's been hit so much on the right that either he yes he does he capitulates and then starts to do a moderate, or he tries to swing it back and just goes full throttle because you're going to know who is actually running. But actually, the founding fathers didn't care what we thought about yes, this but process. We have cared and that's why they didn't cared. want us. Our opinions don't matter. We have cared as a nation who they put <laughs> no, up for the I'm Supreme Court. I'm just saying, Court our opinions don't matter. Constitutionally. Since we had TVs in these courtrooms, we've cared about it. This so is let's above not make, our so pay grade. let's not make it yeah, a comment. But, but Joe, but Joe, you could say that that the reason that our voice matters is because this the the Senate is supposed to be representative of the of the people, just like Senate's just supposed like to represent the states. states. Well, the state, okay, but so, we don't have to get into the Seventeenth Amendment, so right? We but won't get okay, into that, so but. This, if the Senate is representative of the state, then again, you're still going to have to fall in line with with the with the, the governing party of that state. The founders um, wanted a body that could. Uh, with under a certain level of understanding, okay, of the necessities of the position to be the ones that deliberated on it. There are 100, there's exactly 100 people in this country that have any say whatsoever on who becomes Supreme Court justice. Right. And they happen to all be senators in the United States Senate. And that's it. Yeah, well, we can talk about it. I'm just, I'm just getting us back to the basics. Yeah, but you're also not no, saying. Right? You're I'm also just saying not constitutionally. Giving, you're also not giving anyone. The, you're not saying that they don't get influenced by polls or they don't get influenced by positions. That, the yeah, Democrats yeah, the are going to vote for a Democrat nominee. The Republicans are going to well, vote. Yeah, but for that's how it's been it's forever. And, no, it isn't. Don't make it sound like no. we didn't have issues during nope. the Bush administration. Many, no, it hasn't been that way. Back in the day, was thing. They just, they just picked on. They just decided based on. On the nominees, you know, academic credentials and their pedigree, and, and their legal pedigree. career. They all went. Yep. For, they yep. all came from Yale or Harvard. Let's and, let's have that. Yeah, look at look at Louis Brand, Louis Brandeis. Look at Felix Frankfurter. Mm -hmm. You know. Well, look, and so I'll go ahead and make I'll make a prediction, and I'll line up with Joe on this one. I do think he goes progressive because that is where the Democratic Party is of today. Yes, um, they are going to want somebody that's going to fight. For climate change, that's going yep. to fight for abortion rights. Yep. That's going to fight, especially when the court is so seemingly lopsided. Yes, and the quote unquote Democrat or liberal judges really aren't very vocal about it. Uh, again, Breyer, whoever, when was the last time we talked about Breyer? Nobody ever talks about Breyer. Isn't that kind of what exactly. you want? Though? But isn't that what you no, want? No, no, no. That's yeah. but what I'm but nowadays that the problem is it's, it's yeah. relevance, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. want the Sotomayors and they want the you know the Robertses and the and the Kagans and the you know, again, the the the, the people that are actually gonna go out there and and tout the the values or the issues 
that that they were put in there to uphold. Well, I just want pe- I just want justices that are going to <laughs> uphold the Constitution. Yeah. As it's too late for that, Joby. The the, the, the court's been politicized. It's yeah. too late for that. It's- well, you're probably right. With the original intent, the mm-hmm. original intent of the founders when it was written. That's all I really want. I but, say, but whoever, I'll tell you what, it's a, it's whoever a, Biden puts up as his person, Republicans vote for it. The Who shame, cares? It, the shame it doesn't is, matter. It, the, it doesn't change the map of the court. Well, the, if you, the if, shame you of it all, if you bring on a progressive, a black woman, yeah, Republicans vote for it. You're not going to get, you're not going to go anywhere with it. There's yeah. no reason not to vote for it right. because it doesn't change the map of the courts. It doesn't it, give, it, if you right, do a fight, right. you're going to let this run for a few months. Right. It's going to give plenty of ammunition to the Democrats right. and to the president. Why? I just, I don't just know vote for it and move on. Boy, I'll tell you, it's a, it's, a, it's a shame though that we, we obviously have turned our back on the concept um, of, you know, content of character instead of color. Yeah, but I, mean, I don't that's think what, that's what yeah. MLK gave us. That's man. where we're at right that's now. That's what he that's was fighting right for now. was to get away from this. Yeah, but unfortunately, I think the loudest voices in our party are not going to find it acceptable for the Republican Party to just roll over on this. Uh, they're going to want to see a fight. There should be no fight. If the Republicans Can are McConnell, smart, does McConnell no does he hang it up somehow? Is he able to hang it up? No, does he this, hang it up? It's, it's we're too far away from the. Is it, I don't think he is wants it worth to. Doing? I don't think he wants to, and he's probably not going to be the one to hold it up. Well, that's what, you know. That's why Breyer left now. You know, that's why Breyer left now. Because he, he, if he would have left, you know, if there would have been a twelve months left in the Biden presidency, what would have happened? Yeah, right, right. McConnell would have been like, eh, oh, stretch gonna, it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So I think Breyer left now for very good reason. I mean, yeah. he knew that he needed to be able to make it where Biden right. had an opportunity. So another prediction: does does it go to the first nominee? Yes. Yes. Unless it's yeah. a huge problem, it goes to the first nominee. Okay. And the Republicans yeah. for vote should vote for them in. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, on that note, let's go ahead and move on. Thank you. Uh, joining us uh, via Clubhouse is uh, Hector Gonzalez. Uh, joining us as always, Anibal David Cabrera, Joe Wicker, and uh, a host of topics for tonight's show. We appreciate you for watching. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, follow us on all our social media platforms. And don't forget, you can subscribe to the audio version of our podcast in case you miss any part of tonight's show over at the Tech Overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and San some podcast platforms. Um, we are now kind of venturing into our own universe here. Anybody heard from Stacey um, Abrams lately? Mm. I'm she, just, uh, I don't she know. Didn't, she didn't I'm show just, up to the vote rally um, in Atlanta. Maybe she's... She didn't show up. She had conflicts of... of, of they're uh, real conflicts. They're real conflicts. Does she get swapped? Does she get swapped with Kamala? Kamala. 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 Come on, guys. Get All right. I don't know. You'll only get swapped if uh, Stacey Abrams doesn't win the uh, gubernatorial race this uh, year. We're not. We're not going down this. Is road. she running for governor again? Allegedly. Uh, that's 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 the big that's the big root Kamala problem. Harris of the is not right going now. to get an an opportunity at Supreme Court, right? Can we just get rid of that? She's not going to, right? That would no. be right? that, that the would be ridiculous, best right? Scandal-ish kind of move. Bro, I'm I'm just shocked that he was allowed to retire well, alive. And somebody, I'm shocked that he was able to live and say that he was going to retire because you know that man got threatened. Who are you Brian, talking about? Brian, the Supreme Court. He's just talking scandal. We're, we're going to do this. We're going to do a pelican brief situation, Hector. You know what I'm talking about. All right, whatever. And it's people were floating the the conspiracy theory that he was that he might appoint Kamala to the Supreme Court to get rid of her so then he can replace her with somebody else that's obviously going to be more favorable. Well, the fun the meme, ticket. the fun meme was Kamala gets uh the SCOTUS and then uh he appoints Hillary Clinton VP, Biden steps down, Hillary Clinton becomes president. <laughs> yeah. I mean, could they do that? Sure. I mean, I don't think people just loved, I think people just nuts. love to throw Hillary Clinton in there And I think she would still lose. Yes. <laughs> Well, you can't lose I if think, the president steps down. I think America hates Hillary Clinton. Oh, they do. Anyway. You're right. If she be, if if they move her into anyway. VP and then bring her, and then that was the thing. Biden. You make her VP and then he steps down. Look and at she the becomes, first first female president. 
Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. <sighs> Not happening anytime soon. Bill I've Maher. I've been and, trying to roll this up. Bill Maher and Joe Rogan um, both uh, now kind of being floated out there as the moderate voices of the left. Uh, and yes, any of you who uh, maybe have been following current news wouldn't imagine anyone classifying Joe Rogan as uh, a part of the left. But if you actually listen to his podcast, you would know very well that he is certainly not a member of the right or the Republican Party, uh, despite uh, what you may think about his position on the vaccine. Um, Bill Maher, um, in fact, was floated as uh, a potential presidential candidate recruit by, um, gosh, uh, she's on Fox, blonde former spokeswoman for the Bush White Dana House. Perino. Dana Perino. Perino. Yeah. That's why we should have Hector um, on, just to name know, drop. Exactly. <laughs> which he laughed, which he laughed at. You know, he laughed at that. Yeah, by the that way. would never happen. And, no. you know, and he's, God, he's not even a good comedian anymore. He, he also much said less that good when call, they start nominating goal. him for this kind of position, it's when the left but, is lost. But control. the thing is, but the thing is this. Because they have no what, bench. Exactly. Here's, here's, what, here's what's happening. And he, I think Bill Maher is trying to say, he's trying to help the Democratic Party. Yes. He's telling them, guys, like the Democratic Party literally just has to watch Bill Maher. Yeah. And if they would take his advice, they would do better because here's here's what I think is happening to a lot of um, Democrat voters. It's not that they're like it's not that they're like really becoming Republicans. It's that. And it's not so much that they are leaving the Democratic Party, right? It's yep. that the Democratic Party is leaving them. I mean, yeah. if you're just a common sense guy in Ohio and this craziness going on, you can't even live your life. Like at some point in time, you're like, this isn't this is nuts. They've become you know? the fringe slash cringe party. Yes. Yeah. And so people that have been lifelong Democrats are being left by the Democratic Party. It's not that they're trying to get out of the yeah. party. The Democratic Party is going so nutso that people can't even identify with that. It's like yeah. the it's Democratic like, Party is the party of globalization. History proves it. Bill Clinton was Andy the Jones. first globalization president. I'm not going to go there. I will say this, that the Democrats have lo literally lost the working class. You would yeah. have never yeah. thought that the Republican Party would have more um, blue collar people, blue collar workers than ever before. That unions are falling off the cliff when it comes to membership roles and money and that the Democrats are now an, a group of elitist uh, billionaires that are trying to run the country and yes, try to run the world. It, and so that's where you're at right now with the Democratic this, Party. You have Bill simple. Maher and you have Joe Rogan, who Joe Rogan's more libertarian, like a, a, a East, a West Coast libertarian. I would say like that. Like he mm. still does the pie, he still does the drugs, and then he has like an epiphany when he's in the middle of an acid trip. And you, you know what? It's it's entertaining and it's fun. But if you actually yeah. watch him, you understand that the spectrum of people that are on his show are nowhere near what the mainstream media is talking about. When you're yeah, I gotta. I agree with Anibal on that one because I mean, apparently the mainstream media forgot that uh, Biden support not Biden uh, Rogan supported Bernie Sanders. Yeah. So you're gonna go Correct. from supporting Bernie Sanders and you're gonna yep. try to some way, shape, or form make him look as if he's you know on the far right because people think that Bernie Sanders is a is a, a ra is a is yes. a is a fight against this is a fight against the establishment candidate. They think he's an anti-establishment candidate, and they're willing to accept his socialism BS uh, because they actually feel like he has some integrity. Well, and Joe Rogan also he supported. He sort of does yeah. you know, stick no, to what he's been saying. Bernie so he, got no integrity. No, Bernie I'm just saying he bent seen, the knee okay. every single as, time. As a politician amongst other politicians, first of all, he's like the poorest of them all. He's only got like $10 million net worth, right? So, <laughs> so when, when he, you know, it's kind of like, okay. So he's the Ron Paul it, of the left. Yeah, he seems to be like the least amount of a grifter, yeah. you know, All no, I'm but, he bent the knee every time. But, uh, how, but, yeah. but here's the thing. If you're a Democrat voter, though, you've got the Democratic Party trying to tell you that there's an emergency and that we don't have to stop climate change now or your town is going to be flooded by the year 2035. Yeah. And the Democratic voters like, yeah, but my rent is due on the first <laughs> and it's late on the third. <laughs> well, so they're, they're, what am I supposed to focus my my energy yeah. on? Well, and they're the party. That, that has cried wolf because everything is is catastrophic. Yeah, you know, uh, um, you know, January six was the end of democracy. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, you yes. know that uh, you know these the abortion rights issue is the end of women's rights. Yes, um, you know that. Yeah. Like, you know, this is the end of the world. Right. Yeah. Did you guys see what CNN is doing now? Now that they got rid of uh, Chris Cuomo, 
No. They replaced this show and they turned and and they, and they turned the show into a thing called Democracy in Peril with Jim Acosta, oh, which yeah. is basically saying that you know in twenty twenty four they're 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 already two years out saying that there's going to be some kind of another insurrection, some coup. So they're already saying you know you know the end of the end of the world is going to come in twenty twenty four. Fight of, of coups. Yeah, you know, <laughs> not a single gun was there except for the the police Capital on police. the Capitol police. Here's the thing, you know, one of the good things about getting older because everybody complains about getting older. You know, I'm 43 now. What does that mean? Getting what? older. Getting older. He's trying to be funny. <laughs> oh, just ignore him. Oh, okay. So oh, that was a joke. Oh, my it bad. Was. It, um, I'll speak so louder next the, time. The good, the, one of the advantages to getting older is like when someone comes to you, like a politician, and says, "In ten years, it, it's going to be an ice age. If this, or the yeah. Earth's not even going to be inhabitable." You're like, "Really? In ten years, that's going to happen?" Because ten years ago, you said that. Yeah. And then 10 years prior to that. And if I remember correctly. How long has Al Gore been the, ringing that bell? Yeah. Mm -hmm. In like the 19, in, in, the in the late 70s and 80s, we were supposed to have like another ice age. You know what? I tell you what. Maybe you're right. Maybe there is a problem. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. But I'll tell you what, though. I'm not going to put my house up for sale just yet. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not putting my house up for sale. Meanwhile, Pelosi, Obama, you know. I'm still going to work on Monday. I mean, am I not supposed to go to work on Monday? You, I mean, working, we, you were like, working 20 minutes you telling, ago. Like, like, if you live in Miami, they've got you believing that you are about to get your, you need to get yeah. your scuba gear ready. Right. While yeah. they like, sell you a $10 million that, condo on the water. Exactly. And that's what I'm trying to tell everybody. I'm like. With, if, a, with an insured loan. If mm -hmm. you were going, if this place was about to be underwater in the next 10 years, you couldn't buy a condo on the water. Correct. and you couldn't insure it. Right. Obama's in Nantucket. When, let me tell you something. When a bank tells you, I'm sorry, we are not willing to loan on this oceanfront property because we have con environmental concerns. When the bank says that, then, then that's, then that's when I'm going to get concerned. Exactly. That's when I'm going to get concerned. So Bill Maher made the, the best analogy on his show over the weekend, and it was the party FDR and JFK is turning into the LOL and WTF party. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. one of the funniest <laughs> things I've heard in a very yeah, long time. that's right. And again, he makes a comment, look, he has not left the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party has left him. Yeah. And that's what's happening all over over the country right now is that they've went so far on the COVID. They went so far on, well, we got to get rid of Trump because he's the worst thing ever. We got to get rid of all these people. And now everyone's like, what WTF what's going on? Well, and a lot of these COVID mandates, a lot of these vaccine mandates have crossed party lines. It is, it is really blurred the lines politically. Um, and, and the fact that the, that Democrats and liberals have been continuing to shove these mandates down people's throat mm -hmm. has turned a lot of people away from the party. Also the identity yeah. politics, the majority of America. Now we're talking about people, you know, like within the border states of Texas and California, right, right. Florida, New York. Okay. They've probably never met a transgender person. Okay. <laughs> right. And the fact that they right. continue to make them an issue and make right. identity right. politics an issue. Right. It's right. not something that the majority of Americans can relate to because they're not having those issues in, in the communities where they're from. What are the Christmas lights for? Why did the Christmas lights come on? I, I accidentally hit them, I'm sorry. I thought uh, you had an epiphany. No, I just wasn't listening. No, jo Johnny's right though, and that's why U-Haul literally has run out of trucks going east from California. It's it like, doesn't wait, make sense I mean, anymore. You, it's getting, hey, it's anybody, weird anybody, it's anybody looking for a business, here's a business idea, I don't know, I'm, I, I'm sure there's people out there that do it. Who brings all those trucks back? I know there's people that like drive trucks back yes. for, so, those companies. That's a gig. So get you and your yeah. wife, get you and your wife together, somebody, and just start driving trucks back to California. Yeah. Why would you do that? You have to go to California. Why not? It's the easiest Why job not? ever. It's, you're just driving a truck no. from Texas to California, yeah. from Arizona, and just driving doing trucks is not. They an gotta easy pay job somebody. At all. They gotta so pay somebody to bring all those it. trucks back. And then you put it on a credit card that gives you airline miles. Bam. Put the gas on the credit card with the airline miles. There you go. Anyway. And, and, and I, while you're stopping on the gas stations on your way to California, you slap the I did that Joe Biden sticker yes. on each one of the things on your So way. Joe Rogan over the weekend responded to the haters. On, I'm going to say it anyways. The haters on CNN and all the other ones. Yep. And showed that he actually doesn't care about their opinion and is very much willing to listen to all sides of the story. Well, but and he always will, has. That's, that's the, the point. Thing, he needed to make that comment out loud yeah. so that they could see like, look, he's actually listening to what they're talking about. So I uh, applaud what he did. But at the end of the day, they're not going to care because they think he's the devil and that he is the, the what 
the threat to democracy. Joe Rogan, a man that has is talking about literally nothing and everything at the same time. And that at one time made people eat animal testicles. Oh yeah. Do we have that Joe Rogan <laughs> logo? She has it, yeah. Do we have that? Are we allowed to show it? Well well here's yeah. the thing. Uh, there okay. We go. Who who is seriously <laughs> taking medical advice? From that individual, if Plus a, bunch of a man who, in Alabama, who is, who's taking medical advice from a guy who has like the all-knowing eye tattooed on their forehead <laughs> on their logo? I mean, if you're seriously taking medical advice from somebody yeah. uh, with somebody's podcast, like there's a problem with you. Yeah, right. <laughs> the problem is not with the podcast. Yeah. Why are you getting your medical advice? From a, a, a third, the all-knowing third eye tattoo the media, guy's logo. The media needs well, a boogeyman. Well, not only and they that, don't got Trump, so again, they need Joe Rogan. The media is trying to cancel Joe Rogan because he now has a larger following and yes. listenership than all of them mm -hmm. combined. Okay, so that's first He's of the all, competition. They, yeah, now they just have a reason. It's business. Now they have it's a business. reason to take him out. Um, the other is is that they didn't think that they were going to call Neil Young's bluff. On that's this. right. That's oh, right. I loved it. I they're loved so it. used to their bullying. Or Joni Mitchell. Joni right? Mitchell said that that was not true. It was retracted. No one from her camp issued that. Which I couldn't name you a okay. single Neil Young or Joni Mitchell song. Well, that's because you're not white. Like, there's, I know them. I'm white and I don't know them. You don't know any. I know some. He had that one no, New on, Young song. In America. Hold on. Let's yeah, put a Neil Young song. He was making fun of the 70s when let's he comes put a, to the room. Let's, let's put a Neil on the spot. Name a, name a Neil Young song. I have no idea. You just said you did. This is this is not live. <laughs> Heart of gold. Here's, what else? Here's uh, Southern man. But I'll tell you what, though. If I was Neil Young and nobody was buying my records anymore, this is not a bad idea. Well, Again, okay. these guys love to do this controversy yeah. when they're trying to sell a, a record, right? And right. I thought I heard somebody say that he... Um, that he did have some kind of re remake. Well, so this is so this is the funny this thing about all of this is is that right after he posted this letter, right, saying that I want Spotify to pull my music because Joe Rogan, blah blah right. blah, the letter mysteriously disappears <laughs> because he does have a new project coming out. Okay, and now he's offering his fans four months of free Amazon Amazon music. music. There you go, exactly. <laughs> you know? You know, so, I, I I do think this is the time for me. He's also Maybe. got his own um, Sirius XM station out now for this go. month. There you go, guys. Guys, it's business. Right. It's business. But in the spirit of all of this, though, and to be a principled person so that you know that I'm not just, you know, saying these things, I am going to take my fifth grade Christmas concert from Miss Vital's fifth grade class <laughs> off of Spotify. I will not put it on Spotify unless they take down Joe Rogan. That's it. I'm, it's an ultimatum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Now it's up to y'all. What you, you want to choose? It's up to you. What who you are you going to choose? It's up to y'all. What you want to choose? Who are you going to choose? I'm, I'm standing by my principles. Who are you going to choose? So anyways, I think Joe Rogan's easily going to continue to win that battle because, again, we as we talked about with independent media, like this podcast, like some of the podcasts that we mentioned on this uh, podcast, and uh, and and even uh, Joe Rogan especially kind of being the leader of this independent media movement is that we're not beholden to anybody. Mm -hmm. um, and if you shut us down on one platform, we'll pop up on another and another and another. Well, the um, bullying's got to stop. It right. Won't stop. And, and and here's the thing. It won't stop. All you have to do if you're a business, if you're a business and you get bullied by anybody, all you need to do is call their bluff and say no. That's how you treat bullies. Yeah, right. You say no. Yeah. Go to the media, take my business, do whatever you want. Yeah. But no, the answer is no. And Joe Rogan came out on Instagram and he said, "Hey, look, I'm a big Neil Young fan. It sucks that he's decided to do this. Um, but, you know, I've always tried to make my show a very equally mm -hmm. balanced, uh, yeah. equally represented show. I'll continue to work on that. You know, but again, like he wasn't doing anything that yeah. he was, it's not, nothing All, he wasn't already doing. He's yeah. will, well, he's he's giving a platform to multiple voices yeah. to come on his show. Which Sanjay is, Gupta came on his show, yep. who, again, he was not in agreement with. And right. they tortured but why, him. But, and they yeah. tortured he had, him, the, he had the guy, Dr. Malone, come on there. He's had Jordan Peterson come on there. He's oh, they had, hate Jordan Peterson. He's yeah. had, you know, of course, I mean, he has, but he has all sorts of people come yeah. on the show right. that he doesn't always agree with. But, yep. Joe, you already hit it on the nail. It's all and about the money. that's why he's got 100 million people view, listeners. Because people, people are actually <laughs> trusting him because they're like, you know what? I may not agree with him, but I just want to see the content. And I want to hear what he people has have to say. Yeah, yeah, you want to just hear what yeah. people have to say. 
On that note, also don't forget he interviewed Elon Musk, and that was a phenomenal interview oh, too. Yeah. That was really interesting. Oh, he did another one uh, recently? No, not recently, but uh, you know, oh, okay. it was probably about a year ago. Or is that the one where Elon like smoked weed or yes. something? In the yeah, show? that was yeah, it. Yeah. And then the That's stock crazy. cratered. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because you're watching the CEO. Of I know that that was a problem. <laughs> you're like, anyways, Ugh. my favorite song. song I, I bet he went to work the next day. My favorite song from Neil Young is Harvest Moon. Oh, whatever. You didn't Such even know. Lie. You had to look that up. <laughs> yeah, your wife sent that to you. Yeah, that's right. Sing it on this podcast. Your this wife texted it to you. Somebody just know. sent it to him. I bet you couldn't even hum the melody. I want Kimberly Davis. I apologize for not knowing the entire albums of all of Neil Young. Oh please. What's next? I bet you could even name the album. That's not the point. No, it's actually Harvest Moon also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to pick the one I was saying. All right, everybody. Thank you again. Hector Gonzalez uh, live with us on Clubhouse. Uh, Enable David Cabrera, Joe Wicker here in studio. It's the Yard Sign, the most important relevant podcast in politics. Um, we've had a quite a lively show tonight. Uh, we are going to uh, right. hopefully wrap this one up here as we start to bring in the show for a close with our final topic being blowing lots of money uh and that that would uh mean uh blm oh now i get it uh, okay (laughs) it turns out uh the organizers the head of uh blm has uh they have uh rewarded themselves with all the amazing changes they've brought to the black community both in the united states and canada with an 8.1 million dollar mansion in uh i think it was toronto or ontario ontario guys it's house hunters it's house hunters blm edition okay (laughs) house hunters blm do they go into the neighborhoods that their organization destroyed to then then go looking for houses so and so is a community organizer and leads a local nonprofit. what's your budget uh nine hundred and fifty (laughs) thousand I mean, imagine you run a nonprofit and your budgets. How much do you make? How much do I make officially? 35 K. Oh, who would have known the BLM would be money laundering like that? That's a good deal. Y'all know how those programs and are though, right? You know how much money they got from the, the husband's like, like an art collector. The the <laughs> wife is like, you know, has her own uh, things that she sells on Etsy and their, their, um, their budgets like 2.5 million. Yeah. You know, Etsy? it's that stuff. It's BLM edition. You know? Okay. Yeah. You run a nonprofit and you're looking to buy a house for $950,000. The guy at, uh, on uh, the, the actually the, uh, I saw the guy from Bang on a, on a HBO documentary. Who's the guy from Turns Bang? out he, uh, the owner of, I don't remember his Whoever name, but he lives, he lives here in Florida. He lives down in uh, uh, Southwest Ranches uh, down in Fort Lauderdale in uh, Broward County. So what does this nice. tie to? I don't know. It was BLM? just a real estate thing. And just okay. Kind of it this is why we're waiting so long to get this. But thing. think about how oh, much. Now we can't wrap it up. Think about how producer. much of an impact, $8.1 million, just that one house alone. Think about the impact that that would have had on a single community. No, that's it's, visas. That's visas yearly donation anybody, to the BLM. Any, when, when is somebody going to go to these corporations and hand them like a charity navigator report that says their administrative expenses are like 90%? Yeah. No, because, because when you have from employees, what I understand, even the local BLM chapters are complaining. Like the real, yeah. like local BLM They've had people BLM literally chapter. resigning. Yeah. But when you have and, BLM supporting employees that say that you're racist when you don't support the BLM moment and you don't donate to the organization, what are you going to do? It's insurance. Google, it's, it's, what are you going to do? It's insurance. Life. what are you yeah. going to do? It's extortion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely extortion. I, I, I mean, uh, Jesse Jackson did it with his Rainbow Push Coalition. He, oh, used, yeah. he used to years. walk in the front for door. He used to walk in the front door, hey, give me 50K, and if you don't, then you're not supporting We'll you know, have a whatever. protest out here by the end yeah. of the week. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's extortion. Again, all it takes is for one business to call bullshit right and that's what you need to do because if you don't these people will never leave you alone right now maybe- i don't think that will happen though because blm they they have the mainstream media backing mm-hmm. them up and if joe if, the, if if a business takes the path that you're saying then blm is gonna kick everything into gear and they're gonna you know they're gonna force that business to to, to bend the knee yeah yeah we got breaking news. Breaking news, Breaking news, Breaking news. And I'm not suggesting it's true. I'm not suggesting it's true because it comes from CNN. I know. Sorry to disappoint. But Tom Brady reports that he is not, in fact, retiring. That he is not. That man will play until he's 50. Watch. 50 years old. Could you imagine getting the senior citizen discounts 
at the concession stands. His wife doesn't want him to going retire. on the field. His wife doesn't want him to before retire. Going on the field. And have to deal with him at he wants home. One, dude, he's a winner. He's crazy? a winner. He wants Are one more crazy? ring. He wants that ring. And then an hour. While he lifts the ring so up into the air. Like, be like, yes. 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 Ten. He wants to be Is like, it ten or nine? No, it'd be eight. Oh. It would be eight. It would be eight. And he it's wants to seven. be able to like throw up the signs. I need you to stop with the signs. This is He wants to be able. This is dangerous. We got to wrap this up. This is dangerous. I You're want, still I, 30 seconds late every single time. Don't stop. And you I, run this thing. I want to see him come. I, I, I'm amazed I at the he, guy. I'm amazed. We it's were just, just so like, close. So and it wasn't even his it fault that we lost fault. that last game. Did, we, it did that man get killed? We, did, do we still have a kicker? Is he alive? Should, no, 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 no. It's not it the, kicker. the kicker. No, it's the no. way we ran the defense. I didn't did watch the rest of the game. No, they, they, they let, no, all we had we to do sleep. was do do the right thing on defense. But the anyway. The first half of the game was atrocious. Yeah. Had we played at least a little bit normal. We shouldn't have lost. We should not have lost. But the Rams are good. But go back and watch that fourth quarter. Oh, I know. It's, it's crazy. Unbelievable. Yes. It's crazy. Now, somebody pointed out that obviously, yeah, he's not able to throw the, the passes as long as he used to, you know, and, and even with some of the, you know, he's throwing down, basically. He's not, yeah. you know, he's not yeah. able to launch it as much as he used to. Yeah. But the strategy and the mm -hmm. leadership, yep, and the, yep. you know, that that man has to well, get Well, it reminds to, me, yes, it actually score. reminds Jeez. me of, um, it reminds me of the Broncos with Peyton Manning when they won, it was Peyton Manning's last year. Oh, yeah. When they won the Super Bowl. And the game was like, the the score was like 13 to 10 or something like that. It right. was like a super low scoring game. And that was when the Broncos had like this amazing defensive line. I mean, mm -hmm. it was just like you couldn't get through the line. Right. And the whole game, I'm watching Peyton and he's like handing off the ball, little screen pitch. I'm like, what is going on here? Like right. this dude's not even throwing the ball. He knew. He managed the game. He knew his limitations because he was older. Right. He could not go deep with the ball like that anymore. Yeah. He wasn't trying to risk it. He managed the game properly, relied on his defense, yep. and they won the Super Bowl because of that. And Here's a big difference between Peyton Manning and that Super Bowl and Tom Brady right now. Peyton Manning and that Super Bowl, that guy was basically playing with a repaired neck. Yeah. Yeah, that almost ended up being paralyzed. I'm not, gonna, I'm not trying to open up a can, but he is actually the best quarterback. Wow. Damn. Oh, wow. Well, now that we've cut off Joe's that's, mic. That's because he's in Tennessee. Go look at the numbers. <sighs> that's just because he's, he's a Vols fan. Go look at numbers. Oh it gosh. might have so something have to, to do with being I thought we were wrapping it I'm not saying it has anything to do with me. Are we going to wrap it up? Are we going to Tennessee Volunteers? It could be. Oh, look at that. Producer has notified us that we're at the end of the show. Thank you, Joe Wicker, for allowing us to be able to have this moment of reflection of what happened 50 years ago um as we continue 50 to move years down, ago <laughs> as we continue to move on uh there's one last thing johnny what's your one last oh, thing oh wow damn that's messed up we're just gonna screw the producer over like that hey this is the last thing all right i'll be quick but when certainly because i'm definitely not going to talk about it I want to know who these dummies are that are out there trying to get books banned in schools, okay? Because uh, it's just ridiculous what's going on right now. I don't think it's going to be a widespread movement, but obviously this is happening, you know, where, again, these books that shouldn't be getting banned are getting banned, you know, and it's happening on both sides of the aisle. There was some Holocaust book that got banned. It was like a children's book nice. about, the uh, about the Holocaust. And then in some other school district, uh, they were... They um, uh, also the animal farm banned, banned? Um, no, but they banned To Kill a Mockingbird, which Ugh, obviously that's been right. in the school system for a long time. Right. You know, and Isn't I don't the get these, die? like, banned the books people. I, I, in yeah, well, I mean, it's not about banning. Well, first of all, wait a minute. I think there's a, I think we're using the wrong language here. People talk about banning books. Every book in the world isn't supposed to be in a elementary school library. No, yeah, I understand. You're not banning the book by not putting an adult book yeah. in a in an elementary school library. The bottom line is wacko wacko liberals are trying to put sexually charged books in libraries. Yeah, but so that's, that not way, that's not what's getting banned. So that, but is that way when teachers can't talk about these things, because naturally you shouldn't be talking about it with a third grader, they can say, oh, but there's a book in the library if you want to discover yourself. Give me a break. Parents need <laughs> to get in there and get all that trash out of there and put school books that are appropriate for children. And why we even have to have this conversation is the first, is the crux of the problem, which is why you should pull all your kids out of public school. So, Joe Wicker, one last thing. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> Nothing. Get your kids out of school. It's craziness. <laughs> if, if school you have, choice. If you can't trust library books in an elementary school library, you should withdraw your child. 
Because you are fighting up Mount Everest. I mean, you're trying to climb Mount Everest at that point. Edra. You're trying. You're you're fighting uphill. Like like just just. But then call also it. be aware of what Pull your kids are pulling kids out of the out. library. Also, I mean, I think that's on the, also and the, being part of yes, parenting. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Know what your kids are doing. Get it. Be involved in your local PTA. I mean, you know. Well, you get called a terrorist by the FBI. They say you're a domestic terrorist because yeah. you showed up to a school board meeting and were unhappy with the school board uh, official that you elected. Yeah. An you evil. can't even have public comment without being called a domestic terrorist. Go so ahead, you started- go ahead. You, and evil, you're a domestic terrorist. Go ahead, tell us what it what's it like to be a domestic terrorist. I mean, you know, I was I was very it was very hurtful. It was uh, I was on a list. I couldn't get into an air, airplane. It was very difficult. I had to nice. show a secondary passport. Anyways, moving on from there. Hi. My one last thing for today's show is that uh, COVID is officially over. It de- shot in the parking lot. Denmark, I will probably. Uh, Denmark has officially rolled back all of their mandates uh, officially tomorrow, February 1st. It is one of the few st- uh, countries in Europe that has done that. Finland, Switzerland, and some of the other Nordic countries have decided to also move in that direction, and they will be reducing their COVID restrictions coming through the end of the year. I'm hoping that Italy is on that page so that we're able to go in March. But here, they there nor there. Um, but that's really one of my, my big one is that COVID is officially over. More and more Democrats and liberals are starting to talk about that COVID needs to stop and there needs to be no more pandemic restrictions. But with that, I will say adieu to all of you. Hey, uh, oh. I have one. My one last thing is <laughs> oh. <laughs> what's going on in East Asia as between with, with the North Koreans. It looks like they're uh, going to ramp up their missile testing and nuclear testing and then the Chinese keep on continuing to probe in the Taiwanese airspace um, it, it looks like these guys are exploiting Biden's uh, weakness bulk of attention being paid on the Ukraine so that's my one last thing well, as long as my, you have my, a, a caramel like stuff I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna don't my, even, my, don't my, even my one my one last thing <laughs> <Don't> my one <laughs> My one last thing is a lot more serious. Caramel okay, candy, than, that's than what it was. Hector's international policy. And that is, <laughs> I think everybody needs to support the Bengals in this. Oh, God. Oh, God. I think Can we you need cut to, his mic? I, no, I think we need to. Cut his mic. You've got this young quarterback, Joe Burrows. He's <laughs> a great story. You can't, you can't hit me with crickets on that because <laughs> no. the Bengals... Everybody, come on! Everybody wants them to win. You just moved everybody. Thank you so much for watching. Gotten way off track as we're talking Super Bowl. Who, nobody cares. The Bucks aren't in the Super Bowl, so Brady's not in the Super Bowl. So uh, what do we care? Your mic is off. I did. I did cut you off. Thank you everybody for watching. That's been Enable David Cabrera, Joe Wicker, and our good friend Hector Gonzalez on the phone. Thank you, buddy. thanks guys. Appreciate you. Uh, don't forget, you can catch us uh, every Monday night here, uh, sometime between 7 and 8, apparently. Uh, with the uh, audio version of our podcast uh, is available uh, also every week uh, at uh, your favorite podcast platform uh, over at the Tech Overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and uh, Samsung podcast platforms. On behalf of these guys, thank you so much for watching. We'll see you back here next Monday night. Good night, everybody. Yeah.